Thank you so much for joining us for another Closer Today clip. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I help you get through the BS of infertility one inspirational clip at a time. Now, this clip is a little bit different. I'm not going to lie. You know I listen to the Quote of the Day show, big fan of Sean Croxon. His underground wellness podcast that he used to do helped me figure out my health issues to get healthy and get pregnant. So I was listening to this clip and I was like, yes, that is it. Be obsessed. Now, now I'm not saying be obsessed where it's to the point of your, you know, hurting your health because you're so stressed out about the situation. It is about figuring out what you need to do. And then once you know what you need to do, putting that into practice every single day and going beyond and above of what most people do. Now, this is one of the hardest things to do. And I'm going to be honest to you, it might sound a little conceited, um, but I never, I never realized I was an outlier. I never thought I had any special talents. I never thought I was smarter or prettier than anyone. I just thought I was doing what anyone would do to reach their ultimate goal. It wasn't until after my journey and when I got into my health coaching practice that I realized that it it does take a lot of determination and maybe you are a little bit different when it comes to just doing it and putting in the day after day after day, even though you're not seeing the success, you know, of getting pregnant naturally or even getting pregnant with IVF or you know, the immune suppressing drugs and keep going and having that faith in what you're doing yourself, your diet and your mental, emotional new lifestyle, that this is working, that it's going to work. And, you know, I don't know where the tipping point of where my fertility got, you know, switched back on. I would highly like... I want to say it was when I went autoimmune paleo and got pregnant with my IVF baby and I was obsessed with being so strict because I was so scared to miscarry and I didn't know if I had sorted my immune issues out and um, I really believe during that pregnancy that I improved my health so much that my fertility got switched back on because I had lowered my NK cells. I improved my gut health and that's how my NK cells got lowered. And then I was able to conceive naturally later on. So being obsessed about what I needed to do got me to the ultimate goal, which was having children. Now, everyone's ultimate goal is going to look different. You know, I like going to be honest here again, not everyone is going to get pregnant naturally. Some people do need to have that medical assistance. But putting in the work and putting in the time and getting up early to, you know, meal prep for the day or spending a day meal prepping for the week or taking, you know, I used to go, um, if there was like a meditation or a yoga practice on a Friday night, I used to go to that and then meet with my friends for a nice dinner and not drink at the nice dinner. And people just thought I was crazy. They're like, that's just crazy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm crazy. This is what I'm doing right now. I want to achieve what I want to achieve. And the normalcy of what I'm doing now 
isn't working. So I have to be obsessed with what is right now. Now, like I said before, being obsessed isn't about driving yourself into the ground and you know beating yourself up when you fall or you slip or you don't have the perfect diet. And that's where the mental side comes into it. When you take care of yourself in, in a mental, when you are supporting and loving yourself, one, you have more self-confidence that what you're doing is the right path. And two, when you do decide to have a cheat day or you, you know, do slip up one day, you don't spend the next week beating yourself up over it and you don't slip into those bad habits. You just go, yep, human, there I am. Let's get back on this horse. So let's, <laughs> that was a long-winded, let me get down off my soapbox. So this Closer Today clip comes from Kobe Bryant. And I knew who Kobe Bryant was, and I actually started learning more about him after I became a mother because when he retired, he started uh, writing children's books. And so I got into that and watching, you know, clips on him. And, you know, he was a different creature. He, he was an outlier. And I think we can take just a little bit of what he's saying and put it into our own lives. Obviously, I'm, it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter you know, that I, I be the best pregnant person out there or the best mother out there. It's all about, you know, ending. I think at the end of the clip, he says, I wanted, I could retire because I knew I did my best. I didn't have any regrets. And that was a big thing for me too. When I was going through my journey, I didn't want regrets. If I had to walk away from medical treatment and um, I didn't get pregnant naturally, I wanted to know that I did everything possible and I wouldn't look back at my journey and regret, oh, I wish I would have done that, or I wish I would have done this. So anyways, without further ado, let's get to Kobe Bryant. Uh, next up is uh, the next pillar, be obsessive. <laughs> obsessive. That's, I think, uh, I think a lot of people equate that with you. you know, Kobe <laughs> is obsessive in a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing this for what? Eight years now, Asia tour. You know, I've been with you for a long way. I, I, the one moment that stands out out of, we've done, I don't know how many done, we've done what, 800 events. Mm -hmm. The one time was 4 a.m. We yeah. went out to practice at 4 a.m. And that was your idea to do it. But, and I then, mean, you know, all these Nike people are like, no, 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 let's not, let's not do that. And then you're like, let's do it at 4 a.m. So you got security, you got brand marketing, sports marketing, going, no, 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 let's not do it. You're like, let's do it because that's your assessment. Right. I mean, it, it, to me, it just makes complete sense. Not to us. But I don't, like, <laughs> okay, so. See, we, all right. what you, usually, I'm sleeping at 4 a.m. Yeah. You're, you're working out. Well, so talk about that. Okay, so if, if, if your job is to try to be the best basketball player you can be, mm -hmm. right? To do that, you have to practice, you have to train, right? You want to train as much as you can, as often as you can. So if you get up at 10 in the morning, train at 11, Right? 12, say 12, train at 12, train for two hours, 12 to 2. Um, you have to let your body recover. So you eat, recover, whatever. You get back out, you train, start training again at 6. Train from 6 to 8, right? And now you go home, you shower, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it again, right? Those are two sessions, right? Now imagine you wake up at 3, you train at 4. You go 4 to 6, come home, breakfast, relax, so, so, blah, blah, blah. Now you're back at it again, 9 to 11, Right? You relax, and now all of a sudden you're back at it again, two to four, and now you're back at it again, you know, seven to nine. 
look how much more training I have done by simply starting at four. All right. And so now you do that. And as the years go on, the separation that you have with your competitors and your peers just grows larger and larger and larger and larger and larger. And by year five or six, doesn't matter how, what kind of work they do in the summer, they're never going to catch up because they're five years behind. <laughs> right? So it makes sense to get up and start your day early because you can get more work in. Is that genetic? Or is that something you, you ingrained and trained yourself? No, it was Who just taught you that. For me, it was just it was just common sense. Like I can I can if I start earlier, I can train more hours. And I know the other guys aren't doing it because I know what their training schedule is. Right. So I know if I do this consistently over time, it's the, the gap's just gonna widen and widen and widen and widen and widen and they won't be able to get that back. Mm-hmm. So it, to me it was just common sense. I'm like thinking, how can I get an advantage? Oh, start earlier. Yeah, let's do that. When did you start doing that? Man, in high school, high school, we start, my first class in high school was seven, at 7.45. I used to get to the gym around 5 a.m. and I'd play before school mm-hmm. and then school would start. Who's and playing I, with you at 5 a.m.? My coach. So my coach would show up and we'd do all these basketball drills. Mm-hmm. Right? So just you and your coach? Just me and my coach. And <clears> sometimes <throat> it would just be me and the janitor <laughs> and, uh, who's still there today. And, um, and, um, and then I'd play at lunch. That guy should get a medal. <laughs> I, I hooked him up with a few things, um, <laughs> but I played doing lunch and and then practice after, and then you know go home, do my schoolwork, and then watch a bunch of game film and games on TV and study study film. Was that the only thing you've been obsessed about basketball? Well, and until recently, yeah, until recently, yeah, basketball dominated, you know, my uh, my entire life for mm-hmm. more than thirty years. When uh, when I when I brought it up, like, where do you is it genetic or you just learned it? I mean, how how did that idea even come up? Because that's obviously a, a pillar of mama mentality, the obsessiveness. This is just like you said. I'm going to get up at four. Everybody's get up at six. If everybody's going to get up at four, I'm going to get up at two. Right. Right. How do you how do you develop that, or where do you where do you learn that from? Well, I, I think it's just you know it's just a matter of what's important to you. Mm-hmm. And what's important to you, for, for whatever reason, you know, I, I felt like um, I didn't feel good about myself if I wasn't doing everything I could to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. If I felt like I left anything on the table, um, it would eat away at me. I wouldn't be able to look myself in the mirror. Right? So the reason why I can retire now and be completely comfortable about it because I know that I've done everything I could to be the best basketball player I could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where it comes from for me. You can't leave any stone unturned. You can watch that whole clip over on YouTube. It's another Ted talk. It's called the power of the mind. If you would like to put in your hope box, some children's books, these are older children's books. Um, but if you're super into sports and you know, that's your thing and your kids want to be into sports, um, you can go over to granitelystudios.com and check those out. And also, if you want to listen to the Quote of the Day podcast, this is where this part of my podcast was inspired by. You can check it out at Quote of the Day podcast and Sean Croxton has a website called seancroxton.com. Remember, if you're loving the podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you through your fertility journey. And that's it for me today. I hope you have a beautiful week and we will see you on Friday for another Finding Fertility episode.